The information provided in this podcast is strictly for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitution for advice from your physician or mental health provider. Hello, dear friends, and welcome back to Life of Love. We're so happy to have you back, and thanks for listening. We have a really, really special guest today. All my guests are special, but Lynn is, she's just, she's a warrior. She's a warrior for herself. I just can't wait for you to hear some of her stories. We're going to produce a great show for you. So I hope you stick around for the whole thing because we have some fun things planned. And um, I just want to express that, you know, one of my favorite things about this podcast is looking at life through other people's curious minds, because I'm always curious. I'm always looking for a different way to look at, you know, something that I thought I knew and then I look at a different way. And she seems to attract magic on all of her life journeys from her training in many holistic modalities and counseling. She plays with energy to heal and also captures moments being on a, she likes to produce films. She's a director, producer, and writer. Thanks, Lynn, for being on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So, I mean, just through your bio <laughs> and all the things you've, you've done, I can tell that you've been following breadcrumbs and and healing yourself along the way. And oftentimes things that we're interested are in, we're interested in them because they're things that we, our soul needs. We have the energy to get into it because it's something we need. Absolutely. I mean, my journey started off rough from the get-go, you know, very sick as an infant, um, pneumonia when I was one in three, which led into a lot of fear of love. And I had the majority of my family died before I was 15 years old. Um, grew up with an alcoholic father, lost my partner at the same time I was dying of um, liver failure, and just a bunch of different experiences that really just kept leading me on to the next healing journey, you know, and it was just like one thing after the other, you know, I got into holistic nutrition and functional medicine because of um, most of my family who had died of cancer at that point and my illnesses, and then it turned into Reiki and yoga, then massage therapy, and it just kept going um, until now I'm in my doctorate for natural medicine. And so, yes, it's completely been breadcrumbs of just following the natural path of, it was just natural progression of what was my next step, you know, how was I going to be transforming not only myself, but to assist others in overcoming a lot of things that I did too. I just honor that because your quest in feeling good, you want to bring everyone with you. You're like, this is, this works. This is great. Come with me. And so that is, that is a, a trait to just really cherish and honor. And I'm going to be specializing in naturopathic psychology, which is basically assisting people with mental disorders through assisting their body and healing whatever misalignments they have. You know, it's dis-ease in the body of whatever form is really what affects our mental stability. And that's what my focus is. Oh my gosh. So have you gotten into it, uh, Yvette Rose's metaphysical anatomy? You know, I did several years ago. I want to say I read something about that, but I never actually got into it. Oh, that's her. She has a book. It's like, I'm not kidding. It's like four inches thick, just tiny font. That's probably why. And every single <laughs> ailment, she brings it back to some psychological or physical, you know, it's obviously it's an ailment, it's physical, but she'll bring it back to some experience that is held in the field. So you just, when you said that, that just reminded me of her work we're all energy and we're all, we're all frequency. And so when something's off, 
that area your body is off. I love, I love that that's coming up, you know, in our pre-interview behind the scenes, we were talking about how to be, you know, comfortable with uncertainty. To me, that's the basic premise of natural path or holistic medicine is just diving into, okay, we're not sure exactly what's going on, but we're going to, we're going to work with your energy and we're going to explore it and see what your body's trying to tell you instead of telling your body what it's trying to tell you. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no. And so actually, I was actually thinking about the uncertainty too, and that aspect. And, and I think the the one thing that I want to start off with is the fact that uncertainty is actually the most potent and important part of our moving forward. Okay, we always think of like, oh, but the next step, we're always looking for the next step, instead of realizing that that moment of uncertainty is actually the perfect moment to sit in. Like we want to be in that moment of uncertainty and see that as a step, not as the in-between, but it is actually a step in our healing process or moving forward or whatever it is that you're navigating in life. That moment of uncertainty is the most pivotal moment because it's where you need to sit and trust the process and receive the next steps and to like really just align yourself to what it is that you want to come into fruition, right? Because we're always over try, trying to overstep that, that moment of uncertainty, like, oh, well, I can't sit here. I just need the next step. We're missing the, the juiciest moments of receptivity and really being able to like take in what we've learned, utilize what we've learned in order to take the next step. We can't take the next step until we've really utilized all that moment of sitting in everything that we've been through and how to cultivate it to move forward. And so that's, that's been my journey with healing is when I'm in a moment of feeling stag- stagnant in some form or something's not getting better, that is my cue to sit in that moment and to know that I have no idea what's coming next, but I need to be in that space and allow whatever needs to integrate to integrate. Otherwise, I'm not going to be moving forward because I'm skipping over it. Right. And so that can play into any aspect of our life. It's like the most important part of our existence is the unknown. And I love that you said trust. The trust. Absolutely. You know, I think there's a moment in my life where I was just constantly going through one thing after another illness, then death, and then you know, family members dying. And then there was one point where I was homeless in San Diego. And no matter what I did, I could not find a a house. Like everything was just like pushing me away. I was getting, I was literally being kicked out of San Diego, which it took me a while to get there. But there was a moment when I was sleeping in an office space. I had a friend who lent me an office space and I was just staying in there and just making sure that I woke up before people were active in the office. And I was laying on the floor And I did not have any money for the next day for food. And that was the moment where I just fell into the deepest trust. I had no idea how I was going to come up with it the next day, how I was going to eat. But there was something that clicked and my whole body just like dropped into this space of trust. It was the deepest feeling of trust I've ever had. And I knew that I was going to be okay. I didn't know how. I didn't know any of the what's, when's, or how it was going to happen, but I suddenly trusted that I was going to be okay. And the universe was going to take care of me. And sure enough, the next day I, I had a job lined up and I made enough money to eat for the next week. Right. And, and then after my program was over, which was the reason I was in San Diego, 
I was walking across the parking lot and my spirit guides, when they talk to me, it's so strong and they stop me and it's a deep voice that comes through. And I remember I was walking across and they said, you need to leave San Diego now. And that was like the, okay, this is why they haven't, they don't want me to stay here. I need to go back home. And sure enough, that next week, I made more money in one week than I did six months of being in San Diego. And it was because I had shifted my trajectory. I trusted what was coming through. And it was just like, it's time to go. I'm listening. And sure enough, I was taken care of and I made my way back home and you know, abundance followed. <laughs> but it was that moment that I had to learn to trust, like truly trust that everything's going to be okay. And the the more we push and try to fight past that uncertainty, the more painful it is for us in the long run. We have no idea what the universe can provide, even what we think we want. That's why I always say, just show me the highest good. Just show me, show me the best way I can show up because we don't know their greatness. We don't know the abundance that can come in. And, and when you define it with a certainty, then you could be limiting the magic, right? So I love how you told me that your, your guides just stopped you. Absolutely. It happens often. <laughs> but I also think it's important to remember that the, the trust in the abundance is that the universe providing you know, it didn't look like I was being provided for when I was homeless and laying on the office floor, right? It doesn't look like I was being protected, but I was. That was part of my protection because I wasn't supposed to be in San Diego past that point. And so I think it's important to remember that trust does not look like you're going to be given everything that you want, but what you need in those moments. And if you're being driven to something else and you want something, a bigger picture, the road to get there is not always going to look how you think it's going to look. And that's part of the biggest trust. Yeah, that's, it's just wise. And, and how many people get that chance to just be that vulnerable, just trusting, you know, that's, that's a gift to share. And, and maybe somebody will be in a situation they think is dire and they've heard you say, I had no idea. And that being authentic in you sharing this is, did your, I'm just curious, did your guides show up when you had your near death experience? Did you meet them when you were, when you were outside your body? I mean, I'm just, I'm just really dying to hear about how that ties in because you've been intuitive your whole life and then you had this near death experience. So this is actually funny because it was, this was kind of what I was going to bring up next. Um, one of the, one of my near death experiences as an adult I did have spirit guides come through and they were Native American. And I had always had a tie to Native American culture for whatever reason I didn't understand. But drumming just like it spoke to me so easily. So not everyone has out-of-body experiences when you're when you have a near-death experience. One of the, the strongest feelings of the near-death experience is a sense of peace. It is the most peaceful moment I've ever had in my life. It was just like I reached the point and my dogs actually came into my room where they're, they're, they weren't allowed in my room. But in that moment, they came and they, they just laid right beside me. And my whole journey at that point, the only reason I didn't want to die was because of my dogs. Because I've been alone for a long time. And they were like, yes, they came in and they laid by me. And I was just like, they're going to be okay. It's okay for me to go. 
And I was just so at peace and so ready. I was just like, yes, like it's time to go home. And my guide stepped in and they were on horses and they're like, this is what you need to do. You're not coming home. This is what you need to do. And they put me back in and they gave me enough energy to actually get out of bed for once in I mean, I had to drag myself 10 feet to get water, like literally just like it took me 10 minutes to get that far to get water. And um, I had energy and they're like, you have to do X, Y, Z. They told me what I needed to do. I did it. And I started healing from that point. Like my liver started, I was passing liver flukes that were like an inch and a half. And I was just clearing so much out. And it took a while to get back to like a really good solid foundation, but they told me what I needed to do. And I did. Um, but the second time when I was my appendix ruptured and I was in the hospital for a week and I was fighting the doctors like, Nope, let me just see what my body will do. Let me just see. And they're like, you're, you're on the verge. Right. And I reached that point again where I, I was near, I was at that veil and I felt that peace come through and I was like, Oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter what I choose. If I die now or if I die in surgery, because that was kind of like my fear, but that trust came through again, where I got this clarity that said, you are fine. Like everything's okay. And I just felt that sense of peace drop in again. And I was like, well, I'm almost dead again anyway. So let's just do it. And when I was standing with the anesthesiologist, the people who were around my bed, they were angels. I realized that the 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 thing that came through during that time was we have earth angels there are people who come into our lives for very short periods of time and they are angelic beings in that moment for us and we have no idea you know um who they are well, we won't ever see them again but i just like i looked at all of them and i could see like these their auras and everything was just so the way they were smiling at me and i was just like oh my god like this is perfect and I ended up having to stay in the hospital for a week because I ended up with peritonitis and I had to have drainage all over. Um, and my doctor, he's like, I still, he's like, I still can't be sure that you're not going to die from this. Cause I was so <laughs> sick afterwards. Um, but I knew that it was okay. And again, it came back to that, that sense of trust. And I think we get so worked up when we're in dire situations, right? Until the moment that you're actually in it, do you reach that realization that there is nothing more that you can do other than trust? And we work ourselves up so much about, but what if this happens? What if this happens? And those what ifs just really don't matter. Cause when you're in the middle of something and it is truly dire, you drop into a place of trust, regardless of if you wanted to or not, there's no other way. And it's, and I think that's why a lot of people who have had really challenging situations they respond so well in stressful situations because they're like, this isn't stressful. Like this, you know, this isn't going to cause any damage, like be gentle with yourself. And, and I just think that that sense of trust is, is something that unfortunately a lot of people don't reach until they have to. Um, But if there's a way to, I hope they can. Yeah, you're giving them the cliff notes, like, just skip to trust. You don't have to suffer through all this. I love that. You're again, you're using your experience to like improve other people's lives. And that's, it's so commendable. You're just going to 
it, I can just see you can go so far from where you are because of your training and and you've already had the medicine guides tell you how to heal yourself. So you've got that going. That is so cool. I love that. And I, that resonates with me so much, the earth angels. I I truly believe that. And, and I think that's why sometimes we have these bursts of relationships where we're like, we feel connected to someone so much and they mean so much. But then like two years later, you're like, what was that person's name? And and it's not that they didn't mean something to you, but they were just, it was just, you were supposed to be their earth angel for that time. And then, you know, we have to make space for, you know, we only have so much space. So we're constantly revolving and, and we'll come back to those people, you know, I'll see somebody and give them the biggest hug, you know, it's like, oh my God, what is going on? You know, and it's a beautiful thing to not have to feel tethered or, um, you know, it's just like trusting in the synchronicities, trusting in the universe to, to bring you the people at the divine timing. It's like divine timing is so beautiful. I have chills. (laughs) It is. And I think that's there's a lot of people out there who are talking about, you know, creating your own reality and how divine timing is just a way of bypassing everything. And, and the reality is divine timing is always at play. Yes, we can create our own reality. And that's what the present moment means. It's pre-sent based off of our actions before that, right? Like what are we setting ourselves up before? And I think the divine timing, it's the the way that people can utilize that is remembering that, Every, every step that you're taking is a new creation. And within that creation, there is divine timing. So while you're in the midst of creating your business or a new partnership, it's like you still can't rush the process. So that's not, you know, I think we're starting to try to like reverse, like, well, if I'm creating my own reality, then I should be able to make X, Y, Z happen by December 20th of, you know, 2024. And it's like, that's not... That's not us working in conjunction with source, right? There is, it's a dance. It's a dance with the universe. You take a step and it dances back. And it's, you know, it's just a harmony that we need to find more and to trust that when you take a step, the next part is for you to step back, right? We never, if we're constantly dancing in a line where we're stepping, 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 we're just going to keep, you know, pushing into walls. We're just going to keep hitting barriers. And it's just like that trust the divine timing and know that when you're ready for the next step, it will show itself. It will be ready. Um, If you do everything, imagine if you did everything that you wanted to do in this small chunk of time, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Right? Like it's, you can't just push everything and make it, make it all happen at once. There's, there's divine order. There's divine timing. There's purpose. It's all part of your creation that you're co-creating with God. And yes, you, you may have come in to this world with certain tasks and and to learn certain lessons, but that doesn't mean that you can't co-create with source, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. And I just think that it's beautiful. It's beautiful to trust in that divine timing and to the, the more that you can fall into yourself and trust that process, the, the easier it is to move into mm. those next steps. It's uh, such wisdom. And it reminds me of a movie I saw the other day, um, Source Code. Have you seen that? No. Source Code. I'm going to have to look Source that up. Source Code. 
I don't know if he's a soldier or lieutenant, but he's in the army and he gets on a special mission. And the mission is to relive the same experience over and over. He's trying to stop a train bombing Ooh. and he keeps getting put into the same situation. I want to tell you too much because it's just brilliant. I know. I kind of want to, I want to watch it. <laughs> yes. But he he's in control of his timeline and he keeps going back and making adjustments to the timeline. And it's beautiful. It wraps up so beautifully. Wow. I'm definitely going to. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'll look that up because that sounds right up my alley. So. so I wanted to ask you, I noticed that you commonly have an elephant behind you. Oh, I did. It is an elephant. I I just love elephants. I cry every time I watch videos of them because you can see their wisdom. They're just ancient and you can see their wisdom and just their their emotional intelligence. It's baffling to me. It's them whales and dolphins that I'm just like, I feel there's something out of this world about them. I don't think that they are of this world just as our souls are not. And I think that their their intelligence, we have so much to learn from. And I, yeah, I just think they're amazing. <laughs> I interviewed someone and she was talking about her pumpkin, but the pumpkin inspires her and what inspires you and grounds you is the, is the elephant in there. Their wisdom. That's so cool. <laughs> I just noticed it was in like background of a, a couple of your videos and pictures. So I was like, I got to ask her about the elephants. <laughs> it's so fun. And then one other thing, and I just wanted to touch on, you know, we we're we we're expressing the importance of listening to your body and, and, and being uncertain. And something that you had wanted to, to share was your recent knowledge about hormones and how how your body can tell you when your hormones might be off. And so I wouldn't, I would love for you to, um, to share some insight in how people can connect with their body. I know it's a, it's a right turn from what we were just talking, but it, it does tie in with our uncertainty and our living your best life. You can't have magic if your body's not feeling good. Right. So. Exactly. And I think that's like the biggest thing that we need to remember. You know, we, we, humans tend to go in the extreme opposites. We're either super up here or we're super grounded and we need to find that middle ground. And to remember that, yes, we are spiritual beings and our body is our vehicle and our body is comprised of more microbiome than we are actually human cells. 90% of our body is microbiome. And with that, it is its own ecosystem and it needs to be taken care of. We can't expect it to run well if we're treating it like crap, if we're eating bad food, you know, if we're just ignoring everything that it's trying to tell us. Our body is a tool to be utilized. And I use the analogy of it being, so it is our vehicle, right? And so it's like our cars. We wouldn't drive our cars until they're out of gas, right? Otherwise we're going to be stranded. We don't run it until our our oil is out. You know, we have to change our oil. We have to make sure our brakes are taken care of. Everything has to be recentered. Like there's so much that happens with cars and we have to take care of them. Otherwise they break down and our body is no different. And one of the biggest components of our health, especially as women that we need to pay attention to is our hormones. And the reason our hormones are such a big key factor in how we feel um, throughout our entire life is because if our microbiome, 
I should say our microbiome is the key because if our microbiome is dysbiotic, which if you've had antibiotics at any point in your life, you are going to have dysbiosis. The more antibiotics you've used, the higher the dysbiosis. And that plays into all of our hormone systems. It plays into our mental stability. 95% of what happens in our brain is actually due to what's going on in our gut. And if our gut throws off our hormonal balance, it wreaks havoc on our entire system. Our livers can't process the excess estrogen, which is typical. Um, I want to say like 75% of women are estrogen dominant and we don't even realize it, yeah. right? And it's not because we have excess estrogen, but because we don't have enough progesterone. And when that happens, it causes our liver to, to process toxins slowly. Then it backs up our gallbladder. Then we can't digest food. And so then it just creates this vicious cycle of messing up our, our gut microbiome more. And it just continues to do this, this cycle and hormones, the, the origin of the word is actually um, to set in motion. Mm. It literally sets everything in motion. And when you have estrogen dominance, that not only plays into all the food intolerances happening, you know, histamine intolerance, salicylate intolerance, not being able to digest wheat, dairy, all of that. But there's also the endometriosis and all of these other uh, you know, uterine fibroids and cystic fibrous breasts and all of these different conditions that come on from estrogen dominance. And it is typically the last thing in the Western medical system that will be checked. You know, women will go in and, well, I'm having headaches all the time and I'm moody. My, I have, you know, irrational fears and all of these different things, irritability, anger outbursts, and they never think to check our balance of hormones they might be like, oh, well, it sounds like you have too much estrogen. But the, the bottom line is we need to know what's the ratio of our progesterone and estrogen, because if we're estrogen dominant with lower progesterone, that's going to create all the symptoms. And when that is out of balance, it throws off the entire rest of our life, you know, because you you're having headaches, you can't go out, you have these problems, you're, you're getting these mood swings, you don't want to be around people. And it's, the, then it comes into the energetic tie, right? Where when you're not feeling good and you don't want to emanate any kind of energy that it's like, I, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do this. It, it creates this vicious cycle energetically of lack of abundance. Like we don't have this and we can't work. So we can't do this. And then all of these things and then it's its own vicious cycle energetically. So it just all ties in to this well-being of, well, if I can't work, I can't make rent. And if I can't make rent, then I'm going to stress. And if I, you know, and it's just like a downward mm -hmm. spiral. And I can't tell you how many women I've helped where the second that they get their hormones in balance and they finally feel that sense of peace that they haven't felt in so many years. And for some of us at all ever, <laughs> you know, it's like all of a sudden they have the energy to do all the things that they want to do they get to play, they get to work, they get to create. And it just changes their life. Because we're so unaware of how one thing can really just wreak havoc on the rest of our entire system. And that's where just a lot of illness comes from, you know, and that it, it's like, it's my biggest topic lately. And it's been what I've worked, I'm working on the most with my clients. And nine times out of 10, their hormones. Wow. Are so is it a blood test? How do you know your ratio of progesterone and estrogen? 
So it's actually a saliva okay. and urine test. There, um, I do. It's a Dutch panel, and it's the the most comprehensive panel that you can do. Um, blood testing is actually not very accurate for gotcha. hormones, and so you want to get both saliva and nice. urine. Nice. Yeah. And I, I, I did, I do understand it changes like throughout the month, like you might, there's might be an optimal time to get tested. Um, I'm not an expert at all on it. So I appreciate your insight on you do hear about progesterone and how it helps balance testosterone and the estrogen because we have both. So I, I love that insight and, and how, how amazing to know that that we're, we're sort of like a house of cards right. in that effect. Like if you're, if you're doing something up here at the top of your house of cards, it doesn't matter. You know, you've got to, you've got to have that foundation of your hormones, your, your messengers. I just learned so much. Would you say that every single one of your clients has had a progesterone like the women yes. have had? Yeah. Yeah. Every single um, one. There's a doctor, the, the wow. doctor who pioneered this he found that even women in menopause, even though at that point they're typically, um, they don't produce enough estrogen, they are still progesterone deficient. And so he had started putting wow. his clients on progesterone cream and the cream is important. There's a reason mm -hmm. to do cream over oral. Um, but when he started putting mm -hmm. them on, all of their symptoms went away. No more menopausal symptoms. And it just ties into kind of like the the Chinese culture and how they laugh when we talk about menopause because they don't they don't encounter that, right? And they have a, a such mm -hmm. a mindful practice where their progesterone you know levels rarely drop the way that we do here because of our adrenals and stress and everything of that wow. nature and what actually creates progesterone. Yeah, nice. Wow. That's a whole, that's a whole textbook. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you're going to write a book about that. One day I will definitely. Having two near death experiences, you're, you're here to share your message. And that's, that rings loud and clear with me that, you know, you're, you're, there's no doubt we're all here for a reason. We're all, there's no accident. We're here, but, but you've had two return trips. So you're extra here. I, I put my both feet on the ground this last time. I was like, okay, I got it. I'm here. Like be here. I need to stop trying to escape. So <laughs> I think we didn't get to talk about the human design, but definitely check out my YouTube channel if you're if you know about human design and you're curious about it. And I have some fun videos up there for manifesting generators, especially. So that's a good thing. To know. So good. Definitely. Your videos are right on. It's such a great, you know, if you want to, if you want insight into your purpose for being here or into your your frustrations or, you know, it's astrology, but so much deeper. It's an individual. Astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching. Yeah, there's a bunch mixed into Human design. It, you can look it up and there's books and there's, you can get free charts online. And it's just a wonderful way to get insight into you. And, you know, I pulled my husband's chart, my kids. <laughs> I went through a time where I, I have like little print out books on all the people in my life to try to figure out <laughs> how to be a better parent, a better, better spouse. It's, it's great. The human design is wonderful and it keeps coming up with my guests. So I know yeah. it's something we need to, to take into further, but it's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, Lynn, thank you again. I do cherish this time with you and, and um, I deeply appreciate it. Definitely. <laughs>